0: Welcome to the 3D3 Podcast, a weekly look at the world of hockey with your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick.
1: So when's the last time you guys got haircuts? <laughs>
0: um I'm due one today. As a matter of fact, I'll go downstairs and grab the half-inch guard on the wall clipper and
2: uh November, but um I tend to get a haircut once every like eight or ten months. So yeah,
1: that that's about the rate my wife is at. And also from, you know, appearances, uh, certain NHL players. Mm-hmm. So last week we left off with this little gem that just popped into my head. Uh, which player will have the best locks of love donation when, I'm going to rephrase this a bit, when we reach the new status quo in society and, you know, a person can get a haircut again, should they choose.
0: I had. I'm sorry, Cassie. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna barrel away, barrel in here. I had <laughs> two players in mind. Number one is Mika Zabinajad.
1: Thank you. Top of my list.
0: I, mm. I think Mika's gonna gonna just you know basically look like a dirty hippie from the 70s by the time
2: we're done. <laughs> you know? You say that like it's a bad
0: thing. <laughs> I, no, I'm not. I am. I am far from anyone to pass judgment on on another person's style or options they perform with their hair as my as my family will gleefully tell you I had hair down in the middle of my back all long blonde and straight and I did unfortunately because of my age and the time I grew up have a flock of seagulls style thing going on at one point so yes, so Mika Zabinijab was at the top of my list the other one I think is entirely too obvious, and that would be Brent Burns.
2: That was what I was going to go with the obvious, because I figured you guys would go off the beaten track.
0: Because <laughs> we always look for ways to be different.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, okay, you guys are going to go off the beaten track. I'll, I'll do, I'll do the normal. I'll do what everyone expects, because that's the unexpected. See what I'm doing there?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're. Your reverse, reverse psychology, (laughs) the inversion, inversion, the inverted inversion psychology.
2: I tell people that in order to be um, eccentric, quirky, unexpected, whatever, you have to establish a certain level of, you know, what people expect from you. And then only then can you deviate from it.
0: without a norm how can there be derivation
2: exactly yeah
0: um i know one player who's probably not going to have nearly as big a contribution to the locks of love
1: uh brent burns is uh, travel buddy
0: yeah his beard brother
1: no oh, beard it'll brother. be back in a week
0: <laughs> you know that was I, I don't know how many times i saw that like, oh, don't worry, it'll be, back in, it'll be back by Monday or it'll be back by Tuesday type thing or it'll be back in a couple of weeks from people. I don't know what, how people think that, that that kind of volume just appears overnight. And maybe this is coming from me. I've, I haven't shaved in like a month and a half and it still looks like I have a month and a half to go before I even get a beard.
1: So I pretty much haven't been clean shaven since uh, maybe February 1st, but I definitely have to cut and trim to manage what I call the anti uh, Brent Burns, which is just his grows in one direction. Mine grows and patches in all directions. So maybe Hugh Jackman would have been a, a better stereotype where it just looks like, some of it just doesn't look like it grows. So he just lets it go in wild, wild paths. But, um, the impetus for this question was brought on by Blake Wheeler did a, one of the NHL Q and a's, and he was already kind of letting himself go at one point during the season anyway. And I don't know. I, I I I jotted down a couple names after last week's episode, and let's just kind of run through them and see what you think. So, so Jab was at the top of my hit list. Will Eric Carlson just kind of let things go?
2: I don't see Viking braids. I'm telling you.
0: Are we talking Are we talking <laughs> front or back, or, or, so, or you know, top or bottom? I guess I should say
1: Be Uh prepared. Definitely hair. I, I I agree. I think he should go full um, full Thor Viking braid in the front, and then really do a business haircut up top just to mix things up. Because he still gets to you know be fancy and and use the uh, bomb to curl his mustache at the end of the day. Let's see, I.
0: Um, I don't know. He's he, I mean, that uh, the the for? that stringy Swedish hair.
2: It's That's, straight it's hair. Fine. It, it's, it's fine. It's the straight hair thing. That's yeah. It's a fine straight hair. That so you know, I I am also old, and <laughs> so I, I was in school at the time of when mullets were fashionable. Amongst a certain crowd. and
0: hi. Yeah, at, just at me next time, okay?
2: <laughs> not talking about you specifically. I have not seen pictures, so I cannot, like, confirm or deny about that. But anyway, so the guys who had the straight, fine hair, it always just looked kind of stringy. And the guys who had, like, wavy, curly hair, that's what it really looked good on them if a mullet can look good. And so, although I was doing an interview, I was interviewing a guy, you know, a, a woman a couple of months ago, and um, it was a group interview, and there was a, another, a college guy from Vermont, and he had the most exquisite mullet I have seen in years. It was beauteous. It was wavy, glossy, dark brown hair, it was perfect anyway so so Carlson Lynn you know like Patrick was saying was going towards the stringy fine-haired and and typically blonde not not usually but often
1: you brought up Swedish you brought up blonde next player on my list was William Carlson
0: oh Mm -hmm.
2: he's got volume though (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that is one man I could see going full herc, you know, just complete Neanderthal Sasquatch looking.
1: Because
0: <laughs> uh, the the pictures I've seen of him where he is a uh, got the facial hair going too. Like there's, I think there was a picture of him on one of his Instagram channels or something that he had a mustache going. Yeah, he could, yeah, good call. Yeah, Willie, Willie would totally just poof, Mm -hmm. although I think he might end up kind of like one of my older brothers had far thicker hair than I did, and it was curlier when it grew out, and and again, of course, the 70s, long hair was the thing, and he looked like the cowardly lion when he'd let it grow out. I kind of think Carlson might end up that way you know you just take it off and it would just be sort of that cowardly lion mane where to be sort of straight and thick and then it would end in a curl
2: if he had the right product it would probably be wavy just up. saying put him up put him up <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh all right let me just rattle off these last two names so those was... oh wait look more Swedes on this list <laughs> the two Nylander brothers we're talking about weird mustaches, but William Nylander, Alex Nylander. Um, I wrote down Jack Campbell.
0: Oh, you could, yeah. Mm. You know,
1: Braden Holtby. Oh, God. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: You know what? You know who else I didn't think of? Andre Kopitar.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. i we haven't hit any Italians on this list.
1: Well, the last two names I have were. Uh-huh. Jordan Stahl, who he experimented earlier in the season, and he had some very stringy blonde hair going. Mm. He promptly he promptly <laughs> cut it and went into a slump. Again Ca- causation.
2: That always happens. It does. It does always happen. Never cut your hair after growing it out during the season.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. cause I'm I'm with you, causation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the final name I had, Steven Stamkos.
0: yeah see I I get the succinct, I get the suspicion that Steven would end up just uh, he'd end up kind of cursed like me, which is sure to grow long, but there wouldn't be much there.
2: Yeah, I'd have to agree. <sighs> I mean, he is
1: letting it he's let it go. Once upon a time, but it's very styled and manicured. See, I figure the single guys that live with each other, someone bought a set of clippers at some point. And then half the married guys, their wives have threatened them with scissors <laughs> well, to wondering wondering whatever monstrosity they have growing down their neck.
2: See, I'm noticing that you, you, you trended towards blondes. Your list was pretty much, not all of them, but it was was very blonde.
0: Brunette lives matter, too. Um, (laughs) Boy, I'm going to just let me wedge my foot out of my mouth because there's no jokes in there. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, god damn. You know, there's a couple other players now that I think of it that would probably be...
1: And, and let's be honest, half the guys who I think have brown hair, once they start growing it out, it it goes back to blonde.
0: Yeah, well, I've some got bottle that.
2: bottle blonde though. Yeah.
0: Well, my my problem was, and again, welcome to Hair Chat with Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. Um,
2: <laughs> Hockey flow chat. Let's make it. Let's make months, it have some yeah. stain of of hockeyness involved.
0: <laughs> stain is an appropriate term. Um, <laughs> my my. Curse was I. When it's short, it's dirty blonde. When it grows longer and gets hit by the sun, it goes blonde. And that's generally what it is with me, just because I've got more of it and I'm out in the sun. It tends to lighten up really quick. Yes. Yeah. You
1: can at me next time. I'm sorry. At. <laughs> <laughs> at Pat. Oh. Man. Yes, I'm.
0: You know, but not not like I can grow it out anymore. So. Ah. <laughs>
1: Well, I have got the um, Scottish thickness, the curls and the blondness. Um, I, I I'll send you some in the mail. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I'll run
0: down to my local hair club for men and have them plug me up front, so my Phil Collins starter kit doesn't look as bad. Um...
2: <laughs> so so this is this is the hilarious thing to me now personally. I like long hair on a man if it suits that man, you know, because not everyone can carry it off and not everyone should carry it off. True. But, but a lot of women are kind of iffy about that. So, um, but for me, I'm like, sure, you know, if you can do it and it looks good, why not? Um, and it's always the guys who are like, going off on what like amazing hair another guy has, especially in hockey, or what amazing like mustache or beard another guy has. And all the all the women I know are kind of like, eh, eh, yeah, you know, it's a spectrum. It's it's oh I really love it on that guy, but I really hate it on that guy. You know, whatever. But it's all universally, more universally the men admiring other men's follicles. Follicle production.
0: <laughs> with me it's purely envy because I can't grow it anymore that's why I get mad at my wife when she cuts our son's hair or, or she doesn't do it when she goes to get him a haircut it's getting too long I'm like let him enjoy it <laughs> and then I point at mine and I go look 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 what's in his future let him enjoy it and invariably my sister will pull out pictures or my mom will pull out pictures of me when I was in high school or younger, and my wife will sit there and giggle, oh my god, you had so much hair!
2: Technically, it's on the x chromosome and not on the Y. Uh,
0: I know, I know. So,
2: it's whatever your wife's father's hair looks like.
0: Which, guess what? Women tend to marry, you know, men that sort of remind them of their father, so ha ha! ha, ha. Now, I I don't have the Hungarian accent, and the strong propensity to smoke, but, you know, I can mimic the Hungarian accent.
1: Oh, mm.
0: uh, Jesus, goddamn Christ! You kids pay too much goddamn money for the stuff. <laughs> um, so the the antithesis, since we're into inversions today, are um, we? Who, Well, we kind of are. Um, okay. I'm changing subjects. Who who would have you know the the list of players who would least likely have any contributions? Um, we'll start with Ryan yeah <laughs> Even if he let it grow, <laughs> he, yeah, I, I think he's got a skullit, you know, a skirted egg going at this point, which is saying something considering he's significantly younger than me and I can at least still, you know, grow some hair. Not as full on the top, but.
2: I mean, he, he very, man, a bitch. Uh,
1: he very um, much has old man syndrome anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm an old Hold man on. I still don't even feel compelled to buy a, to build a chicken coop. So um,
1: He has old man syndrome and then I realize yes I am older than this gentleman.
0: Yeah. Well I, I, you know what? Again it's a chromosome. Some yeah. you know. It's sort of like Methuselah's disease, you know, where you tend to <laughs> age fast. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that usually happens when you say I'm old a lot. Right.
0: Well he uh, <laughs> And start to I believe say, it uh, <laughs> Okay, Cassie, at me next time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, um, so, I guess... I, I don't know, I guess we could talk about hockey because some stuff did happen. What? Yeah, I Stop. know. Draft. Stuff and things draft did happen. Things? No. Like,
1: like the athletics...
2: Things.
1: Like the athletics what, Pat? Sorry? oh the uh their jersey draft between sarah Sivian
0: and
1: uh, uh dom loose chicken dom lucision who which gave me and uh tom edwards like a couple hours of entertainment one night i
0: i did see that now um i'm i'm talking about um pink slips being handed out in chicago
2: chicago
0: yeah
1: so, c- singular
0: yeah well so far singular
1: so far Because the next guy gets handed the uh, unused stack, I would imagine. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I am saying guy, because it's probably going to be a white male.
2: And hockey, no.
0: Look at me. This is my shocked face. Oh, I am so shocked that... So surprised. Nepotism and... Befall upon the community of the NHL. Oh, the abject horror. Um, I can't believe they fired McDonough first.
2: Why did they do that? That just made no sense to me. Uh,
0: you know, I have listened to a couple other podcasts after, that were recorded after the firing, and we all have come to the same conclusion. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Again, I'm glad
2: I'm not the only one then.
0: No. Uh, I, that is one that just befuzzles me, and and um, oh god, I always get him inverted. Bill Wirtz was his dad, Rocky. I have, to, I have to do the I have to do the dollar. Bill Wirtz couldn't spend a dollar on anything. That's the owner of the Blackhawks who refused to broadcast their games and was a cheap tight ass. And then his son took over after he died and proceeded to turn the franchise into an ATM. Um, yes I'm I'm actually shocked that Rocky pulled the trigger because the guy did nothing but you know turn Chicago into a printing press for money it wasn't his job to control what was on I mean it kind of was his job to control what was in the ice but it was more the GM's job but you know that's it's sort of like the firing of Quinville right I didn't get that either. It's not like they gave the guy a hell of a lot to work with.
1: I think all what what we're gonna start hearing more and more, especially when Bowman is eventually let go, is
2: sacrilege.
1: What? <laughs> hey. Look, his dad hasn't been holding a full time job for years, but he still collects rings. It's He can find a better gig. Um, I think there's just too much animosity and, and just too much, I don't know, infighting, you know, basically juvenile kids bickering that went on between McDonough Bowman and Quinville. And I think, you know, the president sided with his general manager his direct um you know pawn i guess that's what i'll call him uh so i think i'd be very curious who whether it was Wirtz, whether it was mcdonough who gave bowman the contract extension because i have a feeling that plays into this
2: what? Is this, is this a, a way to, I mean, you know, maybe they were thinking down the road that they were going to get, you know, a couple months ago that they were going to give him a few months to see how things were going to go and then, like, cut him loose. But now that nobody's playing and nobody's making any money, could this be a, well, we were thinking about it anyway, and we would, we would save a boatload of money if we cut him loose now. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure there's way less for him to do than Bowman. So that makes sense to me.
2: Because, I mean, they have an aging, a core that's aging out in a bad way. Is there, and, ever,
0: is there ever a good way to age out when you hang on to an aging core? Um,
2: um, if they win. <laughs> so once a, yeah, Every once in a while that happens. <laughs> Not too
0: often, though. Core. Um. I just. I don't know, cause I. I. I think the. I think the extension may have played part of it, Pat. But I would hazard a guess. This is pure speculation that. It. Would it? You know. It's. John didn't have free reign to do that stuff. You know, cause it's money. I want to give this guy an extension you know owners depending on how involved they are would at least want to sign off on the money because whether it costs them now as salary or it costs them in salary when the guy gets fired you know those contracts are are they don't go away when you can someone right Right. i mean and and there isn't anyone in the world in that position that's going to sign a clause and a contract that says you know this contract is null and void, should I be fired? Not a chance in hell you know so it was it was money that was going to come out if they didn't sign him, you know then yes, he could walk away but and maybe you know Rocky said I didn't want you to sign him, but I still got to think that rocky Rocky had to have some say in that deal. You know at least tacit approval right i'm thinking about signing you know stand to an extension of five years or three years at this much rocky would at least i i just i'm I'm assuming just would have had to have give a thumbs up or thumbs down
1: all right let, let me twist this conversation how is anthony leblanc feeling right now for those of you unaware he was a former president of the uh Arizona Coyotes, and he was just named as the president of business operations on April twentieth for the Ottawa Senators. <laughs>
2: um, I uh, he, he makes bad choices. That's what I'm thinking. Bad employment choices.
0: <laughs> no, I I I, uh, I I I think he um. Yeah. How is he feeling right now? I think he's feeling like the uh, the deal he signed on the extended stay motel is probably sufficient, and that you know he didn't need to secure the services of a real estate agent to find a more permanent residence. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think staying at you know the the Hyatt House extended stay probably out there and you know not too far from Kanata somewhere is probably
1: his best choice right now. I mean, I think given all the crap he had to deal with in Arizona for, I guess, a period of five, four or five years, um, and given the fact that he is Canadian and apparently he used to work for Research in Motion once upon a time, uh, it, it was probably the a better fit in, in the end. But So
0: what you're trying to say is that he's a ball silly plant?
2: I've read people thinking something similar.
1: I mean, that was out there the moment he got the job and you know, he he was a co-owner and yeah. you know, I'm surprised he didn't sell shares to good old Jim. Uh <clears throat> So, he's
0: he's a he's a mole inserted into the senators organization.
1: Hmm. But the, unfortunately, I mean, he's only going to be working on the business side and he can probably do something worthwhile there.
2: <laughs> like Ottawa. you the optimistic.
1: The optimist, the idealist in me thinks there's a lot you could do in that franchise if you can get... Eugene to just shut the hell up Which is probably His job description Basically um, <laughs> Just just.
0: Kidding. Is he going to have time to do that When he's also the hot dog vendor And the mascot
2: He's Cause. not, not going to be the sound guy too yeah, he's had uh, no. plenty of
0: time. The 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 ticket sale and the the, the ticket sales and the usher is also the sound guy.
2: Hmm
1: okay. Huh, interesting. I you know, I thought uh what's his face? Uh Borvieski, however you pronounce his last name, was the sound guy. No, or he maybe, works. Uh, he maybe works he's for, just he's the, the MC.
0: He's the projectionist.
1: Ah, uh, that projection. he he projects whatever Eugene wants. Got it.
0: Yeah, see, see what I did there. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love the English language because it's so stupid because it has all these homonyms. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't have to homonym if you know the words. Um.
1: So, so is this Mike Gillis's job at the end of the day?
0: I would ask, is it Justin Bieber's team at the end of the day? That's right, I did it. That's right.
1: The problem is a party needs to want to sell the Ottawa Senators in order to have Mr. Bieber purchase a team.
0: Um, I, I, I still strongly believe that there's some behind-the-scenes encouragement that Mr. Melnick do consider selling that franchise. Before it's too late.
2: Before it's too late.
0: And that, and that too late is he. Uh,
1: Twenty seventeen.
0: Well, there's that. Um, yeah. That that too late is the before it becomes obvious that he's going to move it because I don't think the NHL is going to let him be the owner if they move.
1: <clears throat> no.
2: So they're going to Quebec. Is that what you're saying? Is that the new no. rumor we should start up with?
1: No, I don't did, think Didn't we try and start that up once
0: upon a time? We, we I did. think we did, yeah. yeah. We did. Um, and Eugene
1: ruining all our fun. I don't know.
0: Eugene, Eugene ruins a lot of things. Um, I don't think there's any hope in this or any other planet. In any, No matter what kind of timeline we find ourselves in in this weird reality, I don't think there's any way the NHL goes back or goes back. I, I it would be Houston as a as a relocation. I I don't know. The more I'm the more I'm seeing the landscape. The more I think that's we're done at 32 for quite some time.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Quebec. I mean, the NHL didn't want to award Quebec uh, an expansion team because uh because of how Quebec last left the last time. You know, putting yeah. them at a at a financial deficit of. The insane expansion, like um, fee, so but they always left the door open for um, relocation to Quebec.
0: Oh, sure, but you know if you're going to sit there and say relocation, they're going to have the same problems that they had in an expansion after the team got there. It wasn't just about the owners so much as it was about sustainability. <laughs>
2: Right, so it was about money. And,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. it's about it's about the economy and the market being able to sustain it because you know obviously all they want to look at is corporate sponsors to buy you know the the sweets and crap and and what kind of market is sitting there and I I go well I'm not worried about the hockey market but if you're talking about business partners for advertising all that kind of stuff yeah that would be a concern. Yeah, there's
2: not a lot in Quebec.
0: Now, whereas when you Definitely. get in, if if you went down there right out there to Houston, boy, guess what you guess what you tapped into, figuratively and literally.
2: Well, I mean, Houston's also the fourth largest metro area in the United States, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything there, so that's why the NHL is foaming at the mouth now. For them, now that Seattle's supposedly taken care of, you now they're like, we want a team there, because <laughs> there's. There's lots of people there and many, and we want a team there now. So, um, yeah.
0: No, yeah, I mean. Hmm.
1: As long as it preserves the integrity of the game, I think the league will be all for it.
2: You mean financial integrity of the game?
1: No, I just mean, you know, they, they pray at the altar of the almighty dollar. U.S. dollar. But they they will pose it as stability and, you know, a a virtuous person in Houston who will take the reins of the team, and it'll be for the good of the game, and it's just money, 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 money. For the greater good. The greater
0: good. Oh, would you stop it?
1: Ah, those crusty jugglers.
0: Um, you, I don't want to be Judge Judy and executioner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so does Eugene sell after he gets his cut of the Seattle fee? I, is that the end game here?
2: You know, wouldn't surprise me.
1: It God,
0: it really would not surprise me either.
1: Because it really that's wouldn't. so. Here in Carolina, I expect uh, Peter Carmanos to be fully bought out after. um After that franchise fee comes in.
0: After he Uh, gets his 30% of 30% or whatever the hell it is.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Mm.
0: Is Tom going to buy him out or is he just going to sell off to someone else, though?
1: I bet he sells off to someone else.
0: Because what's his ownership left in the franchise? It's 20% somewhere in there?
1: 20 20 to 30 and... and... Some of that might have been divested already based on ownership groups. So there's a lot of weirdness going on with who owns what because a lot of, you know, partners of whatever small LLC they have set up for, you know, people who want to own 1% to 5%. A lot of those names have changed a lot in the last five years, um, which led to, oh, How about an NHL team get pissy and say, we haven't talked with our AHL team about a contract extension. Oh,
0: man alive. Did you pull out Google Maps and find a segue there? (laughs) Wow.
1: Sometimes it just falls in my lap.
0: And you avoided all tolls and freeways, too,
1: on that one.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I'm in no hurry today, so I, I I can take the proper routes, save my quarters. Damn. Yeah that 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 was a fun little story that got the local fan base in a tizzy.
0: Oh, I can't possibly imagine why, because it was out of nowhere and really what's the word I'm looking for. Um, God, it's such a str- Ass nine. <laughs> well. Makes no sense cost wise.
1: I don't know if that's true or not.
0: Call-ups and call call call-ups and send downs right there. That's a flight.
2: Yeah. But But how much does the agreement how much how much money goes into like Charlotte in terms of um the AHL agreement that they have to have with the owner of Charlotte versus the agreement that they would have with the owner of Chicago.
1: So what you're saying is, me... I think that is the crux of why they're looking for a new agreement. But please go on, Patrick.
0: Well, what I was going to say is, so what you're what you're saying, Cassie, is it sounds like it's a negotiation tactic.
2: Maybe. But I think but the problem with negotiation tactics is that they don't really work unless you're willing to follow them through.
0: <laughs> so well, no, I think I'm not saying he's not willing to follow it through. I'm just saying it's it's I think given his history, Dundan's history, he doesn't make idle threats. Right. Right? But he also doesn't say, I'm gonna do this regardless of whether you come to the table or not. Right? I'm giving you a chance to come to the table, but here's my backup plan. I'm going to go ahead and announce my backup plan. If you want to come to the table and talk to me, well, let's talk.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. I should I should point out, so speaking of tables, last year they had to negotiate an extension and finalize it during training camp. So last September they yeah. completed a one-year agreement. Yeah, for for a franchise that moved from a downtown building in in charlotte or what they call uptown to basically uh, a building that they control and can get some gate uh particular dates to their liking but not in the greatest area of town and certainly does not have the capacity needs um so it doesn't Benefit necessarily the owner other than getting a few extra Saturday dates uh, owner of the AHL team and certainly didn't benefit the uh, NHL club because they ended up sinking a ton of money into this new building or old building. It's like a 70 some odd year old um, auditorium Uh, straight out of Slapshot Oregon and all.
0: Lady of Spain. I'm waiting for someone oh. to hit me in the back of the head for playing Lady of Spain.
1: Yeah, well, there are definitely, you know, people driving around the arena. Uh, Bojangles Coliseum with the siren running.
0: <laughs> I forgot that it was Bojangles Coliseum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The building where I graduated high school. Uh,
0: uh, that Maybe must it, have been a hell of a high school you went to. Bojangles, you? Bojangle High?
2: God, I wish.
0: Bowberry Biscuit High.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. You wish it was Bojangles High? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: <laughs> your I first, peri-
0: your first period. Your first period class
1: education there. In fairness, my high school did have its own barbecue pit.
0: So. Okay. You know what? Damn you all to hell. <laughs> was it an elective? Or was it requirement?
1: Oh, it was a one-time use facility for a large fundraiser, but damn, did everything smell of, of vinegar for, you know, two-week pe- period.
0: Because, <sighs> mm-hmm. you know, to me, that should be part of the curriculum, right? Part of, you know. We used we don't have the home act like we used to, or wood shop in a lot of cases. So and especially in Carolina, hello. Why aren't you know
2: Teaching people for, how to properly barbecue?
0: Seriously, for your senior year, you know, you gotta do whole hog, but your you know, your freshman year, it's you know, shoulder or ribs, you know, they just work your way up to doing whole hog. So by the time you graduate, at least you have a vocation, you know, pit smoker. Then you can you can spread the barbecueness around the United States. I'm going to open up a South Carolina style barbecue pit in Enumclaw, Washington. You know?
2: Oh, like that wouldn't go over well. <laughs>
0: right, that's what I'm saying. It'd go over like gangbusters. See, again, I'm solving. <laughs> I am solving economic problems.
2: So, fun fact: Charlotte metropolitan area is. 21st largest in the United States, and there are five U.S.-based NHL teams in smaller towns than Charlotte. Probably two or three out of Canada that are smaller, too, but I haven't looked.
0: Is this a quiz? Are you quizzing us as to which ones are in smaller?
2: No, no, this is trivia, so that later down the road, if I, like, pop it out and say, you know, hey, what, what... Where was, you know, how many teams are in town smaller than Charlotte? You will know.
0: Yeah, but it's no fun if we don't have to know what those teams are. Winnipeg. She said U.S. She said U.S. US.
1: Well, I'm still correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Depending upon when you look at that data, I think finally the Raleigh metropolitan area has outgrown and outpaced. Nope. Mecklenburg County.
2: Not officially, because the census isn't done yet. But Pittsburgh, Columbus, Vegas, Raleigh, Nashville.
1: God. Yes.
2: Oh, and Buffalo. I forgot Buffalo. There's six. Yeah, well, um...
1: Buffalo just, you know, they they have that express lane going through customs.
0: I was going to say. Working for them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I can speak for the triangle area as well as part of Vegas. But when you start counting in all the other surrounding counties where.
2: No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so what I'm looking at is a list of combined statistical areas that Combine things like what like Seattle, Tacoma, Everett, which also includes Skagit County, Thurston County, Mason County, Kitsap County. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's it's
0: commute distance.
2: Yes, that is that is you know, how the, the counties that there's a, a significant amount of traffic that commute to the next largest town. That's that's what this is about. This is also like a, a, a US census deal, so that's right. why I can't say anything about Canada. But Canada does have similar things. So
0: would it be Buffalo or Toronto?
2: They're too far apart. No, they aren't.
0: It's like forty five minutes.
2: Yeah, but there's like a swath of like of like green belt in there somewhere, I think. Yeah. We get
1: um, the correct answer is uh, Buffa Chester. Well, Buff Buffchester Low? Wait,
0: Buff. Buff, Chester, oh, Toronto? Buff Chester.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Toronto <laughs> Toronto Chester Flow? Ah. Oh,
2: hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. Is there actually a town that you could use the the, the like Incompasses all of that. Now you're going to make me break out Google Maps. Well, yeah. Darn I mean, you, tech, people.
0: There's that Texarkana, which is, you know, part Texas, part Arkansas. I, I,
2: I liked Arkadelphia the best, frankly. Arkadelphia was good. Arkadelphia is hilarious.
0: So. And now that I think we have completely deviated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so th- there's, 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 you forgot Hamilton, Mississauga. In Buffalo, so um, good luck with that.
0: <laughs> well that's anyway ha- Hamsogolo.
1: <laughs> so clearly it's all about what the Chicago Wolves owners are willing to pay versus the wine baron in Charlotte. Oh god Pat, why'd you bring us back to, to hockey? <laughs>
2: let's start a geography podcast <laughs> I, I'm, I'm
1: buying myself a few minutes to figure out the Mississauga name <laughs> <laughs> oh. I see well I can
2: continue on then <laughs> and
1: then tactic. I I built in a natural segue back to the fun so, tactic.
2: So, uh, so the ones that are missing an NHL team that are above Charlotte are Portland, Oregon mm. uh, Orlando Mm-hmm. Orlando, um, Atlanta now, again.
0: <laughs> yeah, again is correct.
2: Houston is actually eighth. I was I was mistaken. I'm sorry. It's not fourth. Uh, right.
1: But Houston's all about the media market. Yep, and not so much the population density
2: and the oil money. Oh my God, population density of Houston is like 5, S- to one. S-
1: <laughs> if we're talking oil money, can Houston be tied back into Buffalo? Um, he's <laughs> H- <you> still
0: low? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Has he drilled any more wells to figure out his financial problems?
2: Uh, he's still
0: low. No. Um, Buffeton. You know, it's just right there. <laughs>
1: Well that that that'll be the shorthand name that everyone uses. buff a That'll be the that'll be
0: the name of the next Pearl Jam album too, right? Because they're <laughs> they're gonna just go with the ton for a while.
1: Yeah. They
0: got, you know, hey, we just released Gigaton, up next, Buff-a-ton. <laughs> Cause Gigaton is, you know, for Gig Harbor, right? You know, Gigaton, Buff-a-ton.
2: Gig Harbor. Um no, let's go back to the draft. <laughs> ah.
0: No, actually, I did want to really quick. Sorry, I'm going to put the brakes on Um, the poor Chicago Wolves. Are they just there just seemed like every time you turn around, they're a pawn for someone else. Because they were the offshoot non-affiliated affiliate for the Vegas Golden Knights. And then they got thrown to the wind again. And now it just seems that since they don't have an official AHL affiliate, you know in they need they're looking for someone to be affiliated with because no one wants to be left alone at the dance, especially in the AHL, where it helps to have the NHL seed money, you know, because I think we've talked about it before, the the independents are starting to fade fast. God. I love when I it put goes, the screeching brakes on. It goes on the down
2: to like it comes down to a uh, um, the Chicago Wolves ownership and mm-hmm. if they want and if they play nicely with the NHL team that they're dealing with, I think. Usually if 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 like if the guy moves if a player goes through a ton of teams but he's a good player then usually he is not somebody that um, fits in that locker room for whatever reason there's tons of reasons for that so you know if you have an AHL team that goes through a ton of NHL teams then clearly the problem is not the AHL team and that's probably the ownership
1: they want the Wolves owners want to win at all costs and the AHL model just Doesn't kind of flow with that, with these, you know.
2: From the NHL side. Exactly.
1: And that's why so many of them have taken over their clubs. One, because they can control operating costs on their end because they're paying the bills anyway, at least hockey ops wise. But then it just it just streamlines things. From their well, yeah.
0: It also allows them, you know, it's a pipeline for coaching. It's a pipeline for player development, right? Obviously, because now we own the AHL franchise. We can pretty much tell the coach to play this system because it's our system in the NHL.
2: And it also like, you know, stops having independent AHL team owners like screaming at them about wanting to actually win a culture cup.
0: Yeah, well, we all got those poor independents because, you know, I I get, you know, if Chicago is in a place where they need to win to fill the building and that kind of stuff because they don't have an NHL affiliate. So how do you do it if you're not affiliated with anyone? Because you can't sell a future of your big club, right?
2: Right.
0: So you got to win. And that means you're in a money race.
2: Well, and I mean the trend anyway is going towards NHL teams owning their AHL affiliate anyway. So oh, yeah. um, eventually, those independent owners are going to go away. Which my friend Alex is doesn't want me to say or talk to her about because she's a season ticket holder for Syracuse. Um, but but it's true. It's I mean eventually, like Tampa is going to say we're done with Syracuse and we're going to put our AHL affiliate in Orlando. I mean, you know, that's just the way it's going to go. But um, what,
0: not Gainesville. <laughs> Sorry.
2: There's like nothing in Gainesville.
1: <laughs> Can confirm. Except Can confirm. Oh.
2: And, it, it, and that is that, that a p- thing, so. <laughs> yeah? I was about to
1: say, is that a positive attribute?
2: Yeah. No, no. Uh, so it, would, it would be Ocala. <laughs>
1: I, ha- I have. I have. I have the solution. I have the solution for these independent AHL franchises. Mm -hmm. GoFundMe? They buy into the WNHL and uh, expand to Chicago.
0: Hey now.
1: Hey now. And speaking of drafts, they just had a draft this past week.
2: But you're talking about traditional AHL hockey men. Actually admitting that women can play professional hockey. Yeah. And and it be lucrative.
1: Yeah. Imagine imagine that when one well dries up. Going back to the oil analogy, there's another waiting for them.
2: All right, talking about Calgary here. (laughs) Hey now, hey now, hey
0: now. I like it. You've sold me. Can I sign up for your newsletter?
1: You can. Yes, you can.
0: Speaking of newsletters, we still don't have one. Sign up for it today. Um,
1: It is the newsletter form right next to the sponsorship form. Yep. Excellent.
0: Oh, hell yeah. I know where to direct people to. (laughs) So specifically, if you're a hair care product company that would like to sponsor our podcast.
2: (laughs) As we talk about the uh, follically challenged and the not so follically challenged.
0: The Hursuit Hockey (laughs) podcast. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) We'll just do that on the side. Um, No, but seriously, I do have a, a question about the draft.
0: Okay, pull the grenade and let's get away from this whole train.
2: Oh, no, no, it wasn't that kind of question. Oh,
0: damn. (laughs) Okay, fine.
2: I I mean, it could be that kind of question, but then I still have another question. Which question do you want?
1: Draft. Ah, Fine. (sighs) All
2: right. We can use this as the episode ending question. That's fine. That's fine. I still have another one written down from a couple weeks ago.
0: Is it more entertaining than the draft? (laughs) Yes. Can we use that one instead? Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: Yes. All right. So I'll go with the the one I've had for a couple of weeks, which kind of doesn't really play into anything we talked about, but that is okay.
1: Hey, uh, hey the points don't matter.
0: That's right. We're divergent.
2: Play for pride, not prize. Um, so my question that I've been holding on to for a while is, you know, people talk about seasons that turned a team, teams like history on its ear. People talk about games that that turned a season on its ear. What I want to know from either of you or both of you or neither of you, depending on how this turns out, can you name a play, an actual play in a game, that affected the course of a team's history.
0: Follow us on Twitter at 3v3podcast. This has been the 3v3podcast, sponsored by Nobody.